0: I'm Chris White. And I am Stevens Brown. And we're from TAP Pest Control Installation. And thanks again for downloading our podcast. And we're glad you took some time to listen to us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we got a probably one of my favorite topics this week, and that is bag calculators. And we'll talk a little bit about the TAP app. But the reason I love it is, man, some of you guys can calculate good and some of you can't. <laughs> but we've made, <laughs> we've made the almighty bag calculator that does it all for you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I think the issue sometimes is remembering, you know, what is the, R value of what's up there now? How do I calculate that? How do I know what somebody needs? So we try to make it really easy, right? Yeah. We, we get, I get a ton of questions.
1: Hey, what's your coverage? What's
0: this, that, and the other. And I,
1: for purpose of this conversation, I think it, you know, there are different levels of kind of understanding coverage. You know, you got some people who are very in tune and, and want to calculate down to the, the actual square inch of what's going on. And there are some, who
0: just need to follow our tap bag calculator. Because if you follow that, it will not steer you wrong. Right, right. And you know what's odd? You know, this is always kind of the weird thing that I don't think a lot of people know about. But we do pick, if you look on the the maps, right, the Department of Energy map that we use, there's some weird numbers, right? You have R19, R30, R38, R49. I mean, why not 50? Why not even numbers? Why not go... 25 35 45 you know what I mean just yeah work that, it up that way yeah most homeowners are like why don't y'all just use 20 25 30 35 40 <laughs> it's, yeah. pre- it's pretty funny it makes sense but the you know the reason behind all that is because fiberglass bats were originally made and they were in odd values to begin with so they yep. were like an r11 r 13 an and an R19 yep exactly so what so what they did is they took if you take an r11 and an R19 you get an R30. Yep. If you take two 19s on top of each other, you get an R38. Yep. Right. Two 19s and an 11 is a 49. Yep. And two 19s and two 11s is an R60. So yep. that's kind of how it all worked, and it was just—it's a weird number, and I know everybody um, kind of—you know—kind of questions that is why 38, how I 49. Well, th- that's why uh, it follows all that. Um, it's kind of I related to. I spent a lot of my career, of course, in the building industry, and anybody who goes and buys lumber knows that you know if you buy a two by four, guess what? It's not two inches by four inches. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Nominally speaking. Yep. <laughs> right. So it's it's before they plane it and do all that, and but yeah, that's what we go by. And and uh, you know, I even worked in the. Uh, it's kind of interesting in some of the uh, that plastic lumber. You know, the composite stuff that's yep. out there. Yeah, it's actually funny because they follow the lumber rules too. Yeah. So yeah. even, you know, even their measurements, even though they call it like a five quarter board. Uh, which would mean it's like an inch, a little over, almost an inch and a quarter. Yeah. It's really, it's not an inch point five. It's yeah, yeah. And some of them, <laughs> I don't even think plan out to be an inch. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're not planing it. You're, you're, it's just the way it is. And it's just funny how the building industry does that. And um, I don't know if anybody ever wondered, but I thought that'd be a nice little piece to add in here to yeah. kind of let people know that's why we use those weird numbers. Yeah, no, it's funny. When I was <laughs> at eighty four, I'd be behind my,
1: you know office and all my my decking guys would come in and start yelling you know i need five quarter this and then and all these funny measurements well my you know my, my framing guys down the hall would look at me and be like what
0: are they talking about <laughs> you <know>? it's just <laughs> right. funny so exactly so as far as figuring out what you're going to need right this is um of course we always remember to use the uh, department of energy uh map and figure out what zone you're in and and then where you need to fall in between. And then to figure out how many bags you're going to use, we have the coverage charts and they're available pretty much everywhere you can look, right? Yeah. It's on the bag.
1: Couple different spots. Yeah. First place, if guess what? If you're completely out of luck, it's on the bag. <laughs> Good news for you. Yeah. You know, it is there. You can calculate it there. But the easiest, the easiest is either from a desktop computer or your smartphone. And that's our that's our, you know tap bag calculator and it is also on the tap app
0: yeah and it it's so easy on there because all you're doing is putting in well what kind of insulation is currently there now yep um how many inches of it and then boom it tells you right there what your current r value is yep then it'll pop that map up that we just talked about so you if you don't have to remember what zone you're in it's all right in front of you so yeah oh this is where we live i need to be here i need to have a r38 at yeah. a minimum. And then you just put in, okay, what how much are you putting in? Let's say we're gonna do an R thirty-eight and there's fifteen hundred square feet. And then the little paragraph will pop up underneath and it'll tell you How many bags and how many inches to install? Yeah, that easy. I'm glad you explained it, and I think some guys get hesitant too
1: because they they hear bag calculator, they think, oh, that you're going to have to have all the values. No, we we literally created to walk you through the process of figuring everything out, and that goes for whether it's a restoration or you're capping. It'll walk you through everything. You know, some people think it's like a you know like a mortgage calculator that you've got to have you know 36 different variables. And you have to know what those are to put it into the calculator. No, this calculator literally is
0: from step zero to finish. So Right. Yeah, and I think it's important to note too that it is the installed rate. So if you look on just the – say you look on the bag coverage chart, you're going to see – a lot of different little columns there. Exactly. It's, you're going to have columns. They're going to tell you it's a two by six joist at 16 on center, or it's at 24 on center, or there's no joist or all these columns. And what we follow is the installed rate. Exactly. Meaning it's going to settle slightly yep. uh, when you, when you put in a uh, tap or really any, any cellulose insulation. it's going to go in and it's going to settle at about 10% if you install it correctly, of course. That's, yep. So if you install it correctly, it will settle on itself. And it settles at about one and a half pounds per cubic foot. No one needs to really know that. It's just some you know dumb numbers that I know. But it will settle at that rate. And then at that point, it'll stop settling. Yep. And that's the rate at which you get the R value that you're supposed to. So say you're putting in 10 inches. It's going to settle out to about nine. But the bag calculator we use on the website, on the app, is set for the install rate. Exactly. Exactly. And and what we, what Chris
1: and I mean by that is like, you, you may get on the job and know you, you know, sold like 10 inches. Right. And it may call for the calculator may call for 50 bags. Well, your guys may get to 42 and say, Oh, we're already at 10. You know, we're good. Well, make sure you blow, the total number of bags that that calculator requires because that will get you to the correct installed rate to take into consideration for some of that settling. So if like we, like we always keep saying, you know, if you follow that bad calculator, you won't go wrong.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. And you can also look, you know, when it comes to that coverage chart, you, if you want to get more technical and you have, you know, a two by six rate, it's going to actually take out, um, where the joists are yep. you know and then the square footage and it it, it may be though the the yeah the, the room the wood takes up right which isn't a ton but you know it does take up space yep so that's another you know if you want to get more technical on it but for the most part i think and i've i've always done it this way is just use that install rate yeah. and go with that number and then you're safe you exactly know. so that's yeah that that's really the um the best part of it. Now the tap app, that is a a fantastic thing. If you don't have that um, you you really need to get that. It's uh, at app Just fill out the info there. We, you're not going to find the app in the app store. (laughs) If you you do, I'll
1: give you a hundred (laughs) bucks. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We, we're not out there on the, you know, in the Apple store, Google play or any of that we house it internally. And we do that because we only want our customers able to use it. We um, it put a lot of work into that. Our marketing department did a great job putting it together. And we want to make sure only our customers have it. We don't want it out there for public consumption. So that's the reason you have to go to app.tapinstallation.com, fill out the uh, the request for it, and we'll get you access once we verify that you are a customer.
1: Yep. And just to add, there's a lot of good
0: stuff you know that's in there other than the bag calculator. So yeah yeah other stuff for training and um you know there's some testing you can take you know and, and things like that to keep your knowledge up and yeah a lot of a lot of good stuff on there so
1: well cool well, let's move on
0: um we got we did have a couple of questions coming this
1: week um first question came in from mark in illinois and he said he wants to know is sidewall insulation necessary in attics where the steps weave and dip below the main
0: floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, um, I did talk to Mark about this. Uh, and I thought, you know, we ought to add this on here cause it's a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. Some older homes you do have walk-up attics and that's what he was referring to Is a walk-up yeah. attic, typically in the middle of the house. Now, um, he, what he saw when he got there was that it was insulated along the walls and then along the door and was curious as to why that was the case and that's because he uses the hatchmaster. Yeah. And um and and you know that that's the thing is it, someone had insulated this prior to I think um their knowledge of of anything like our hatchmaster which goes over kind of that scuttle hole pull down stairs or an open stair the a walk up staircase it, it'll yeah. fit over those as well and yeah. um so what they did is they basically uh, follow the rule of insulating everything doing the floor and then down the wall insulating the door and then back up um, into the into the attic along the side walls now it's not the greatest way to do it because you're really it's it's much more tedious and you know quite honestly insulating the door um, it is very hard to do to get a good seal on all of that so um the answer that I would that I gave them was that you know if you're going to use the hatchmaster, that's going to solve all of your problems. You're going to be able to put that right over top, not worry about doing the sidewalls and everything else. But typically, um, if you didn't have that, yeah, they they did the right thing previously because they probably didn't have access to it. it. May have been before they were available, and um, they were just following the rule of insulating a continuous line across the attic, which meant going down the wall. Uh, into the stairs through th- along the door and then back up again. So um, kind of a, a it is, a, it's a really good question, a little more involved. Hopefully I explained it right. Um, Stephens, fill, fill in if I missed something. There, <laughs> no, I, th- I think you,
1: I think you did good. I would just say, you know, it, if it's a walk up stairwell, yeah easiest thing to do is use a hatch master and seal up the cavity that goes up into the attic space if not you know like chris was talking about sealing the walls and the and the door by far is going to be really difficult to really keep you know that air from from leaking and passing through there so yeah mark good question um we'll get you your tap swag out to you um the next question bobby in mississippi bobby hope you're afloat um he wants to know how do you handle a customer who says, oh boy,
0: yeah, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> How do you handle a customer who says they think that the
0: insulation is triggering their allergies? Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> we hear that every now and again, usually in the, in the spring and in the fall when allergy season is out. And people get their addicts done and then they think it's triggering something. And, you know, um, bottom line on that is we are not doctors. I don't know if anybody out there is a medical doctor who's also doing uh, pest control insulation. I don't think there's a lot of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always, I always tell people, look, just, just give them the uh, MSDS sheet, give them a sample bag of it and have them check with their doctor. Yeah. I... That's, that's the easiest thing. And the best thing to do, because you don't want to tell someone or try to convince them that you're going to be fine or you know it's there's nothing in here that causes allergies or yep. cuz you know now personally i if you can read the newspaper you're typically not you know you have no problem with with tap insulation being that it's you know borates and and newspaper but you know again i i'm not a doctor i don't know so the best thing to do is just give them the MSDS sheet, give them, or the SDS sheet, um, and a and a sample bag and have them bring it to their doctor. Yeah, I uh,
1: I I I Facetime them and I have them eat a bowl of it with some two percent milk and we just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I am kidding. Um, oh no, boy, I, I think like like Chris said, you, you you want always you want to be careful with your statements and you never want to make any you know harsh black and white statements because at the end of the day you do not know. You know, best thing say hey, you know if you. If you think you are having, you know, an allergic reaction or this is causing something, best thing to do is, you know, here's (laughs) MSDS safety data, all this, all this data we have, take that and go get tested, you know, to go speak with your doctor, go speak with your allergen specialist and see if you are in fact, you know, allergic to some of this stuff. And and, and many, 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 nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, we'd find that they're not, but that's at the end of the day, it's neither here nor there. You know, it's something that their, their doctor needs to figure out.
0: Yeah, what I usually what we usually find out is that because the insulation did such a great job of insulating exactly. it's also keeping a lot of the air in the house yep. which you know could be some allergens from the outside, could be something from a basement, could be something else. It, it's just holding it in, and that's exactly. triggering them in a different environment that they were never used to, because everything was leaking right through the house before. It, exactly, in the past, it could have had you know airflow and currents, you know, letting stuff breathe or
1: moving out. And then all of a sudden, you put that you know the tap insulation there; it's going to do its job, you know, and it, it seals that up. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're exposed to something else. So
0: right. Yeah. So, hey, great questions, Mark and Bobby. Uh, we appreciate it, uh, Stephen. said so we'll get your uh, swag pack headed out to you. And please keep sending your questions in. We, we love answering these. Um, podcast at tapinstallation.com And we use your question on the uh, podcast and uh, we'll send you out a gift pack. All right. So moving on into the next part, we've got heard in the
1: field. Ah. And so we've got some stories. From folks like you that you guys have sent in, or some stuff we've experienced ourselves.
0: So, Chris, what do you have for us this week? Well, I wish I had a story for you, but I don't. So, <laughs> guess what I've got for uh, I you know. this week? I ain't got a guess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, which days of the week are the strongest? That's right. It's Monday. Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday because the rest are weekdays. <laughs> that's a good one i like that one all right did you know did you know your pupils are the last part to stop working when you when you die is that true or yeah they they dilate (laughs) that's a two
1: for two man you're on a roll today i like it
0: well the hotel i just stayed in they charged me ten dollars extra for heat uh, that, that wasn't cool. <laughs> getting, getting colder with that one. <laughs> hey, what do you call a beehive without an exit? Mm. Unbelievable. Oh, man. I'll give you time for one more. One more. <laughs> in ancient Egypt, yeah. if you carried a stinging insect in your hand, you were considered very attractive. Jeez. That's because beauty was always in the eye of the beholder <laughs> i like the honeybee jokes man it's coming around i gotta find it's tough to find some of the insect ones so uh yeah i, I gotta i gotta search hard if anybody's got any good insect ones send those in we'll get, we'll get, <laughs> get you a swag pack on that too I can do <clears> some <throat> insect jokes absolutely awesome well guys that was superb that was a good one um, the
1: bad calculator remember is out there to help
0: you and it's easily accessible Absolutely, guys. Thank you very much for listening again. That's going to do it for now. Until next time, be well.
1: Yep. Remember, folks, keep those feet on the joist.